Hi babes, you're listening to the Ambitious Living Podcast, the lifestyle podcast for ambitious women who think outside the box and strive to grow their knowledge about health, fashion, can of wellness, business, and relationships while intentionally setting goals to live their best lives. I'm your host and blogging bestie, Verita of curbsandmuscles.me. From Miss Jocelyn Marie herself, which is really awesome because I totally want to ask her this question in return as another biracial couple friend of mine. Um, she asked, how do we fuse our cultures together in the kitchen? Which I think is really a really awesome question. And I also like me being comical, totally thought of another way we could actually do this. Um, so just to first go over our ethnicity, so I am African-American and then on my father's side, I also have, um, some Native American. We belong to the Haloasaponi tribe of North Carolina and I've got like a million other things in there. I know we're Irish in there somewhere and if you go based off my dad's ancestry test, we are like a little bit of everything, which I already knew. Um, but mainly, um, I identify with being African-American and Native American. I am Mexican, and on my father's side, I'm Mexican, and then on, you know, my grandfather's side, I'm also Mexican, so I'm just kidding. Smart. <laughs> um, so how would you say we fuse our cultures in the kitchen? Um, I think for me, I feel like nine, like most often, we kind of like switch off in the kitchen and like who's cooking what, and I feel like the way we really fuse things is we cook together. So while I may be making my mom's chicken broccoli casserole, she's still in there helping me prep. Um, or one of us may be on dish duty, just to make things a little easier. Um, whereas if she's making like fish tacos or something, I'm generally gonna let her lead the way, tell me what needs to be prepped, tell me how much flour I need to get out or whatever it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like that's- like, I mean, we cook for each other a lot. Yeah, that's and- true. Even going to family events, I feel like we've eaten a lot of, like, cultural food just from the events that we've gone to, but I definitely know that for me, a big sign of love, like, my whole life, because my mom also cooks, she's a cook, um, and she would, on my birthday or any special occasion, that was something that she would always, like, sort of, like, say to me, like, what do you want me to make for you? Like, I'll make whatever for you. And that was a way that she showed love. And I definitely feel like it's a way that I do too. Like, I really love cooking for you. I like, I really love like making food, which like I talked to Trinity about like <laughs> not even that long ago because we were both talking about it. Like whenever you're, you actually love someone like cooking for them and like taking care of them in some way, it all just feels good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that for me i've never done that with anyone like like i've cooked for other people obviously but not like intentionally like now let me cook for you like (laughs) let me make this for you that like means something to me or anything like that it's just like i'm gonna cook for myself i guess i could cook a little bit more for you too like it's been like that whereas now it's more of like intentional yeah like what do you want me to make you you know like what do you want for lunch we even talked about our anniversary like we both want to cook for each other so we're gonna cook different meals for each other so So. i'm gonna make her like a mini country breakfast (laughs) because i always used to cook breakfast with my dad growing up so it always has like biscuits and gravy and sausage and and bacon you always have sausage and bacon might throw some you know fresh fruit in there i don't know yet i don't know i'm not gonna tell her my whole menu and then you're gonna make me i'm gonna make you some fish tacos for dinner Mm. 
So I think that I made those for you. Before. Once, only yeah. once, when we were at your sister's house. Yeah, I remember now. Yeah, so I made them like at my sister's house. Um, what did she say? Food made with love tastes two hundred percent better. Yes, exactly. I it agree, totally Trinity. does. Hundred percent. But like, yeah, not like we. Yeah, I'm gonna make you some fish tacos for our anniversary. But I think, yeah, I've only made those for you whenever my sister forced me to make them because <laughs> I apparently I can make them better than anyone else or some shit. I don't know. Fish tacos. Wow, <laughs> Trinity, really? <laughs> um, okay. Um, and one like random dumb silly idea that came to me. Have you ever? I haven't. I don't think I've got it. Have you got ever had an Indian taco? <laughs> right okay if anyone's ever had an indian taco you know that, that it's bomb but essentially um i normally only get them when i go to powwow but an indian taco is where you take fry bread and then you put the ground beef and you put like all of the taco fillings on top of the fry bread and then you eat it like that so it's an indian taco but i'm like we should totally make some indian tacos and you can do the meat and i'll make some fry bread indian mexican taco um mexicans are native too uh, in Mexican indigenous, indigenous. You know what I mean. <laughs> I'm like, I don't she know knows what I mean. <laughs> anyway, anyway. We'll, we'll just call it an indigenous meal, right? Yes, that's good. Okay. Um, the next question we have is, what was the biggest fight we've ever had, and who apologized first? So we kind of talked about this before we got on, just because. For me, I don't really feel like one that we necessarily fight. I definitely feel like we may I wouldn't even say arguments but it really is just miscommunications and like for me I feel like that's a big sign of maturity on my end because I know in the past when someone would give me critique oftentimes I would just kind of shut down and take and definitely take the defensive rather than being receptive to what was being said especially because I know like she's never saying anything to hurt me it's only to really make our relationship better but also to just kind of like clear up any like miscommunications that's there so for us i generally feel like if we are having any tense conversations it may be more of a miscommunication um and i feel like for us oftentimes the miscommunications are really coming up because we are either kind of like stuck almost like for lack of better words like stuck in our old ways or almost like our way of thinking it at first like our initial reaction but over time, and when I say over time, I mean, like, over, like, a good 10, 15 minutes, <laughs> um, you know, we kind of just, like, come back to, and we kind of remember who we're with, and the fact who that... we're talking to. Exactly, like, who we're talking to, because um, I know I can admit there's definitely times if I am on the defense, I'm not necessarily talking to her, I'm really talking to someone who hurt me or made me feel like I needed to be defensive about the specific topic. Um, I We've both talked about this, but we have both have had experiences with toxic relationships that we weren't able to express ourselves or we weren't able to really just be on the same page ever, it kind of felt like. So um, I wouldn't necessarily say we have fights, um, but I think it's more miscommunications based on things we're still healing from and also things we're still kind of coming to terms with because I know we've both had several realizations about different relationships we've been in, in the past where maybe actions or words that person did have still have a negative effect on us today and it can be hard when you one realize oh I have this negative frame of thinking or I have this negative like initial like physical reaction because of a situation I found myself in previously 
And it can kind of almost be, like, startling, like, at times to be like, whoa, I never really realized how much that affected me and how much um, that may have impacted me moving forward and moving past a relationship um, or even just a situation. So I think for us, a lot of the times it's us just really coming to terms with that, but then also being vulnerable and being confident, really, that we can share that with each other and that it will be received well. Yeah, I mean, I think that in a lot of ways, when we first started dating, I think our biggest fight was after an event that we did, and we just had a really, like, I had a really, well, personally for me, like, the way that I, that happened for me, it's like I had a really negative experience with just partners not really making me feel like they really cared about me, or like I felt really like just like certain actions being or like being ignored in certain ways of like hey like this doesn't make me feel good and voicing that and almost feeling like I would like was being ignored or something like that something along those lines was just really hurtful and so like I know that I got very defensive very quickly and I be I don't know like I basically I think that was our biggest argument because it got to a point where I was like, look, I'm not doing that again. Like, that's not happening. I'm not, I'm not going to be putting myself in a position where, like, I'm experiencing the same bullshit that I just left. Like, I'm not doing that. And I think for both of us, it was also, like, because for me, it was also the same thing on my end because I very much took a defensive because I felt like it was more about the fact that I was working and the fact like it had to do for me even though what had nothing to do with like the actual event itself it was more so just things that were going on um around it and pretty much after it um but for me I also almost felt as if she was like not threatening but more so just like trying to like dismiss my work and dismiss um my passion really if you will so I know I took it offensive because I in turn have had experiences with past partners where I was made to feel like the things I was working on or the things I was dreaming about were insignificant or that like it didn't matter unless it was something that was like financially productive right now or it was like really just having more of a quick turnover. So I also took the defensive and I feel like this was like the reason it's so memorable for both of us is because we both, at least in my perspective, I feel like we both really got transported back to the middle the middle of our essentially (laughs) shittiest relationships we've ever been in yeah and again we weren't talking to each other we were defending ourselves we were defending um our way of thinking whatever that was but we were not talking to the person in front of us and that went both ways and i think that's why it is so memorable because it's just like it we kind of just we kind of feel like oftentimes like when we're having an argument it's almost kind of like we're just in like a negative headspace and it's just like we just have to get to a point where we're out of it whether we get ourselves out of it or you know something the other person says kind of clicks and it kind of helps us get out of it but I think for us it's so memorable because it took neither of us we couldn't pull ourselves out of it individually and then because we were both so defensive towards the other person we really didn't have any tact at that point I wouldn't even say tact like that's not really it's not like it was you know explosive or like we were having like a curse fest or anything like that it was more so just the feelings. I think that was really it. We just had a lot of feelings about what we were, what was going on. He's got a lot of feelings. But then in that, and honestly, with most of our miscommunications, I don't ever really feel like one of us apologizes first. I feel like we both just get to a point where 
again, we remember who we're talking to and we remember the reason we're in this conversation or we just get to a point where we're like what the other person's saying and why the conversation even started is finally sinking in. And then we both kind of just come to, honestly, and we're just kind of like, hey, I see what you're saying. This is how I feel. We'll apologize or we will further clarify anything that may have been said. And then after that, you know, it goes both ways. I feel like we're both really accountable for our actions and for our misunderstandings. Like we can both come to each other and say, hey, I know you said this, but this is what I heard for X, Y, Z reason. And sometimes, and I think that's a big reason, a big thing like that's helped us is like, we are okay with not always knowing there's a reason, but just being appreciative that we are having the communication about like the feeling. So it may be, you know, I was just feeling really defensive. I can't exactly put my finger on it. Like I would rather know like you're being defensive, but you're not necessarily sure why. Um, And just at least understand your feelings, even if there's not necessarily a reason. And that's not always been the case for me. I've always been that person that like, I need a reason. Like I very much, I'm a factual person. I want the facts. I want to like, get it figured out. I want to talk it out. I want to know like X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z, you know, like things went wrong at X. So we, this is why we ended up at Y. And then like Z is going to be how we figure it all out here. I've realized, well, not even just here, but also like just in my experience of, you know, being in relationships, it's like, that's not how things can be. But being with Steph has very much helped me be more okay with not always having a reason because we are intentional and we do at least make sure we communicate that something may be off in the first place. Yeah, I mean, like, I think one of the biggest helps that has, like, totally cut our communication or miscommunications down a lot is probably, like, was it Sarah who told you, like, about, like, the... The Copa head plan? Yeah. Yeah. So my best friend's wife's... It's so awesome I get to say that now. My, they just <laughs> got married, guys. So if you saw our big road trip, it was for their wedding. So it's, like, really exciting to say that. So my best friend's wife and our good friend Sarah, um, she works in the mental health um, arena. And she also has an amazing page called Project Stay Alive. So if you haven't checked them out already, please do. But she often shares different ways to help with relationships as well as pretty much taking care of your mental health to help you better relate to people if you will and so one thing that she shared that she does for herself as well as with my best friend with her partner is they make what is called a cope ahead a cope ahead plan for sarah this helps decrease anxiety and i'm assuming and just know my best friend it also just helps her know a plan and just know um what if something goes either direction This is how we can plan for it. So um, we haven't necessarily followed the exact format that she's given us. We actually plan on doing that here soon. But we have very much been more proactive with setting up, pretty much setting ourselves up so that we can decrease anxiety. We can decrease miscommunication. um, We can just decrease any confusion that essentially could go on during the week or just at any point in time. Um, and I feel like that's really just helped a lot. Like, what it, how does it, how have you been feeling about it? I mean, I, I, mean, like I think that for me, it's like also just a way to communicate and tell the other person, like, whenever I'm feeling like this, this is kind of what I want you to do. And it's not like, like, you know, for me, I had a really big problem with making plans just in general, just because, like, I really like to be in the moment and, like, more just having a genuine time with someone not just something that like for me sometimes plans can be stifling in different ways like I don't know just like expectations and things like that like aren't really always like in my experience or in my experiences they haven't been great 
but I realized that with her, it's completely different. It's completely made me change my mind about planning or like scheduling. And we just even made a schedule for our week, like yesterday. Yeah, and that was actually like a question I was gonna put out there, but yeah, so with the whole planning thing, like that was one of, I wouldn't say issues, like that's like one of the topics that definitely really brought us together and kind of helped both of us break out of our shells because she likes to be spontaneous and I am a planner and I'm also very much <laughs> blame my upbringing. I'm a military brat as well. So growing up, like everything was on a schedule. I know Jocelyn can attest to this probably. Um, everything, you know, you always know your time and place and what your tasks are down to a T. And that's very much even how like I still even operate my own businesses. Like I really much like to be organized. I like to have like my templates. I like to um, just make sure everyone's on the same page, send all my vendor emails out ahead of time. So it's like that very much carried over into my personal life. So my parents' military careers and also just way of doing things very much impacted that. But that was like one of our first things. Like it honestly took us a while to figure out how to like, as weird as it sounds. And I think for us, it you know, it sounds more comical as time goes on because we finally figured it out. But like it took us a really long time to figure out how to just like hang out. <laughs> literally because how to plan to be spontaneous exactly and that was like really hard for us because it's hard just in general it is hard just in general <laughs> but like for me i i get very anxious when i don't know what to expect when i don't know what the exact plan is and also if i don't have an exact time of when things are going to start i am going to wait until someone says something whereas for steph when we say we're gonna do it, she's just kind of waiting for the action to happen, but she's still looking forward to the action. So we just communicate and we just plan things differently and there's nothing wrong with that, but we finally found a solution. So one of the ways that we stay on the same page and you know, this may work for other people, um, we've actually created a list of 30 date night ideas and we've also scheduled alone time and we both have also shared one to two things that is important for us to have during alone time. So for me, um, one thing that's really important for me because I, I am now working, you know, out of the house, I'm working at Kush Queen headquarters, which is amazing and I love it. But aside from that, I'm at home and I'm still working from home and I've been working from home for almost like three years now. So um, my cabin fever is real and you guys know I absolutely love to travel and I like to be outside and I like to socialize. So for me right now, one thing that's important for us is for us to get out of our house, get out of essentially my second office. <laughs> um, and for her, what were yours? I think for me, the biggest thing is like, I need, if we're actually going to call it a date, I need the other person to be present. Like, I don't like just hanging out and watching TV forever because I can't, I just can't, like, I just can't do it. <laughs> like screens, I hate screens. Sometimes it's just too much. Like I get really bored after like a couple of like hours. Like I can't binge like the way I used to be able to. Like once upon a time, I just can't do it. It's it really drains me more than recharges me, which I feel like that's not the same for, um, for most, because she, she likes to watch things, and, like, she'll put things on in the background when she's working, but for me, it's, like, if I'm painting, or if I'm drawing, or if I'm thinking about something that I want to do, I'm really focused, so I just tend to zone out, like, a lot harder, where, like, I can't really watch things in the background if I'm, like, writing something, so. So the way we figured that we would pretty much agree not agree to disagree but pretty much just like find a compromise there you go that's the right word compromise um is we have one scheduled out 
which makes me happy. We've scheduled out when we are gonna have our alone time. So right now we're gonna have our alone time from 2 p.m. on, on Sundays. And for us, that means no phone. So you guys will not be seeing me on IG after 2 p.m. on Sundays. If you do, it's because I'm going potty and I'm resharing something super quick, but like still doubtful. I already pretty much disappear on Sundays anyways. Um, but that's one thing that we're gonna do. And also, if, and we're gonna pretty much check in with each other because that's another thing that we're working on is just like checking in with each other and not making assumptions or just waiting for the other person <coughs> to say things, but both of us sharing things, but also both of us asking each other like how we're doing, what's going on. So, you know, if we're feeling like we would like to go out of the house, maybe we wanna just stay in the house and clean or do something. But um, before we decide we wanna go out of the house, we wrote down 30 random date ideas and we will throw a number, obviously one through 30 in a random number generator and we will go on whatever type of date comes up. So if it says it's number 13, then if our list says number 13 is have a power outage day, then we're gonna have a power outage day, um, which essentially is no lights. You don't use any lights, only candles, only flashlights, and then you just like hang out at home. So it's like you're camping in your house, but you're pretending it's a power outage. I'm excited for it. The only exception would be like, if you want like a laptop or something for TV, you know, be, be moderate um but that's kind of a happy medium for us because for me i was there i also helped choose you know we agreed on all 30 of these date night ideas but for me i kind of have an idea of what may come up so for me that takes away the anxiety of it being totally spontaneous maybe it's something i don't want to do i already know everything on that list is something i'm down for something i'm excited for and then on her end it's still going to be spontaneous it's we're still going to have no idea what it is we're not you know we already committed and you know we're on the same page that we want to get out of the house more and if we're both saying yes we want to do something spontaneous pick a number let's go so um that's one way that we really just like stay on the same page but i think it's also just helped both of us find ways that we can ask for help easily but also express what we need i've had a very hard time asking for time to work because um in the past i've been made to feel that if i ask for that then it's just like i'm just like a really horrible person like how dare you want to work instead of like hang out with me but it's like for me like i'm passionate about what i do and especially in this scenario like i'm working my ass off because like i got goals and i really want to start building our future together and you know being responsible and all that stuff so I now know and she's made it very clear that if I do ask for time and I do just like make it clear how much time I need it's fine but when I'm vague about it because I am sometimes vague about it because I again kind of bounce to my old negative mindset where other people have made me feel bad and really guilted me for asking for time to work I've been vague and I'm like oh, only a little bit longer only a little bit longer but she just wants to know exactly how much longer and it's not a problem and I'm finally at a place where I'm like okay I get it. I got it. So that's also why we've planned and scheduled our alone time that way. If there is anything that I need to wrap up work wise or something that is just like on my mind and I need to get it on paper, I need to get it in Canva, whatever it is, I still know how much time I have to at least dedicate and get things done. And I feel like for me, I love that because if I need, you know, if I need two hours then okay, I'm going to just start, you know, maybe at noon or maybe I start before then. But if I do need a good chunk of time or I do have things I want to get done, like that's when I take it upon myself and I will get up earlier because it is so very much important for me to make sure we have time together and also to be present in a way that we are both feeling loved and both feeling cared about. So um, that's one way we stay on the same page. We've also like, what, what else did we do? Gosh, we did like so much last week. 
We, we, we did a budget tracker. We did the mm. day night thing. We did our schedule. Yeah, we made a weekly schedule. We were talking about doing a chore chart, but we didn't get around to that. Oh, and then we did a health checklist. Oh, I wanted yeah. to. Yeah. I'm going to probably write like a little graphic because we're going to hop off here soon because we've been chatting with you guys for a minute. Um, I might even break oh, this into. It it's been a minute. It's been a while. Yeah. It's been oh. 51 minutes. I was like, we're going to do this for half an hour. So this is probably going to be two podcast episodes. Um, <laughs> but um, oh, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, so what? I, what, one thing that we did that I'm really excited for, because I think it just allowed both of us to have just like an open, you know, platform essentially to say what we need and what's important for us right now. But we did what we, well, what I'm calling a health checklist. Um, so in the realm of health, I very much feel like there are several different categories that are important for really like an overall fulfilling and healthy life and lifestyle. So we had health, we had, or sorry, so health, no doubt, I just saw that. Okay. So under health, <laughs> we had physical, we had physical health, we had mental health, we had spiritual health. We had financial health, and we also had relational health. That's what we called it. Um, I think next time we're probably also going to add, like, a sexual health in there, you know, to be, you know, more intentional intimately. But, you know, we can get to that another time. Um, but pretty much we made this health list, and what we did is each – we took about, like, five, ten minutes. We took, like, five, ten minutes, and then we both wrote down two things that we want to focus on right now for the next two weeks – in all of those categories so like myself personally for physical health for the next two weeks the things i want to work on is i want to start working out three times a day and i three also, times a day oh three wow. times a week might be my be <laughs> three times a week but i want to eat three <laughs> meals a day there we go um whereas for my spiritual health i put that i really want to start learning more about my crystals and being more intentional about understanding all the crystals i have and their medicinal properties and i also really want to start working on some more mindset work um i my boss essentially um recommended um it's like a positive affirmation type app so it's not necessarily meditation but it's like a little more positive affirmation but i'm really gonna i want to try that out and start doing that three times a week whereas what are some of yours that you wrote down where's that paper (laughs) where's that paper um you put that you want to meditate three times a week and you also put that you want to call your friends more and just check in because we get really bogged down with work (laughs) and then just life yeah and I I think that for me too it just like I it's something that I do need for my health you know which is why it's there but I feel like whenever I don't check in with people like I just I can feel them thinking about me and I feel bad because it's like it's not that I don't want to talk to them or anything like that for me it's very much like there's just so much going on right now I I'm starting like my own program at the studio so I'm in charge of um, making curriculum for five different new classes that um, I'm teaching in the fall so it's just been really hectic and crazy at work Um, I was there forever today and I didn't even get to work on it I was just refilling pain and ordering supplies and stuff but it just it just is really really hard sometimes to do all that and like you know we were even talking about this because like whenever we were having one of our like discussions about work and like how much we you know actually can work or you know things like that um one of the things that we were talking about is just sort of like okay well if you have 
time allotted, like, hey, I want to work from this time to this time, that also lets me know, okay, instead of just like waiting around to see when you're going to be done, hey, you have this much time to do whatever it is that you need to do. So like I even told her, I was like, that would actually be helpful. Like if you actually just told me this is the time I'm going to be working instead of like feeling afraid that I'm going to be upset or that I'm not going to be receptive to like you wanting to work. I have so many things that I could be doing right now too. So for me, I think that it also just kind of helped both of us to like realize, okay, yeah, the other person obviously cares as much about their career as I do. So it's not going to be an issue because we both have things that we can always work on. Yeah. So I think like personally, like that was a big realization for both of us mm -hmm. and just sort of like got us to a whole new level of like, oh shit, like this is, this is real. <laughs> it's real. And so the whole reason we did the health checklist is because after we both listed, so what, like 10 to 12 things that we want to focus on for the next two weeks. And it's important that we say the next two weeks because I, I know especially when I like my time as a beach body coach it was ridiculously hard for me to really plan like one month at a time so I know if I plan hey Leo if I plan like two weeks at a time I can commit to those goals but also we shared these goals with each other we said what do we want to work on for the next two weeks what's really important for me and my health so what's important for Verita's health what's important for Stephanie's health and then we came together and we chose six of those things to essentially keep each other accountable for for the next two weeks. So some of those are the same. So it's like we both want to work out three times a week. I'm a morning, I'm an AM person and I like lifting weights. She can generally be a PM workouter and she likes to do the cardio. So we are going to make it a point to essentially work out separately. That way we both kind of have that physical therapy time essentially um, working out and just putting in time to ourselves and then... Like, we also sometimes work out together. Yeah. Like, I it's think... It's been a minute. <laughs> yeah. It's... I mean, how it has it, though? It's like, been a minute. Like, yesterday, the day before? I'm just kidding. Um. <laughs> wow. But, yeah, so... Essentially, um, we're going to keep each other accountable for the next few weeks on not buying any food outside of... Um, Trinity says <laughs> when she gets it. Um, so we're going to only spend money on bills. We really want to just like decrease how much we're eating out right now. Um, we're going to work out solo. We're going to put in our meditation work. We're going to make sure we put in time to call our fam bam. And I feel like there were a couple other ones. I don't know. Um, we're going to do some stuff. We there's, 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 we down I'll, I'll post a picture of it later. Um, but yeah, so that essentially wraps up tonight's live. We went on like twice as long as I was planning to a point that Instagram is now giving me a timer for how much longer I have to be on live. So for everyone who hopped on tonight, thank you so much. Thank you. This podcast will be available on Friday. I think I'm actually going to release it in two parts. I think I'm actually going to release the first half of this on Friday and I'll release the second half of it on um, Wednesday on our anniversary. So that means I get to queue it up on Monday because we are going to go MIA on Tuesday to have some wifey time. Um, maybe I'll share some pictures of it on Wednesday after the fact, but 
we'll see we'll get there um but thank you guys for hopping on i hope you guys enjoyed this episode make sure that you guys check out the show notes and you grab the um podcast pocket guide if you will for this episode and if you are interested in joining my community and having more conversations about this episode asking us more questions make sure you join my online community um ambitious uh sorry ambitious ambitious refinement for millennial women we are open to all ambitious badass living women and identifying women so make sure you add us uh facebook.com slash groups slash ambitious refinement um we're gonna hop off before instagram kicks us off because we have like 25 seconds hi ben thanks for hopping on (laughs) um but we will chat with you guys later and hope you guys have a good night bye (laughs) don't forget I make show notes for every episode so that you can go back and have a brief description of what we talked about. Plus, I always like to make downloads so you can have pocket guides and wallpapers with all of the tips and tricks I shared. Make sure you check them out in the link below. Wait, before you go, if you like what you hear and want even more ambitious living podcast goodies, join my Facebook community to network with other badass women like yourself ready to live an intentional, adventurous, ambitious life. Just go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash ambitious refinement to join. Also, if you want to take a look into my personal life as a blogger and entrepreneur, make sure you follow me on Instagram at curves.and.muscles underscore. Chat soon, babes.